Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. We are going to talk about something that's really, really exciting. Guess what we're going to talk about? More business, more life. Yes, the name of the show. But we want to talk about how. How? So many people like, how do we do this? And what are we going to do to start? And so we are going to share myself and my team, Melissa and Giovanni are here with me today. And my name is Steve Napolitan. And we are going to talk about how we got from where we are either workaholics or in Giovanni's case, bucking the system and saying, I don't want the nine to five and I don't want to do these things. And how do we start having more business, more life? And what are the specific steps that we took to start having a new life? And so that you can leave this podcast with new ideas and some steps to start taking into your life so you too can have more business and more life right now, right now. So listen in, we're going to talk about it right now. And today we're going to rediscover and talk a little further about something that obviously is the driving force of this whole podcast, more business and more life. And how do we start to have that? We talk about a lot of different things in and around more business, more life. And today I kind of want to put an arrow on the target, really focusing on what new decisions can we make, can you make to start to have more business and more life? When I started my career, I followed a lot of times, I think the typical path of modern society and especially like in the United States where I grew up and spent the majority of my life. I have had the privilege of traveling outside the country and learn from other cultures, but, and it, this is not, the United States is not the only country that this happens by far. I've seen it in many, but we start working to have the life we want. And that's, I guess, in, in a way, one of the issues, right? We, we immediately think that to have the life we want, we need to work. And and then if we go even more typical in the United States here, to work really, really hard, right? To grind, to hustle, to make all those things. Now, I'm not saying wrong or right on that. I just want to include another way, another way that can change our life. Because, because I will tell you from personal experience, I did that. I watched my father work for a big company, work really hard. I missed my dad. He worked all the time to climb the corporate ladder. Then he's not even equipped to live a, a good retirement. His He would just beat his body up so bad. And now he has early dementia. And, and I've had to deal with those emotions. Like there you have my father worked all his life. And then the, those years, quote unquote, that you're supposed to enjoy tend to disappear. And I even have a good friend of mine that did really well and was able to retire early in his early fifties. And 
that would be considered early in the United States by far. They, they say that the working age keeps getting farther and farther into our age. People are working well into their 70s and, and beyond in some cases uh, in modern times. And there's my friend. He does sort it out. He definitely made it so he could have the life. And I remember one of his first big vacations to the Caribbean he came back and I said, Hey, how was it? And he said, it's shocking. And I'm like, how so? And he said, well, when I got off the plane, the jetway, that little tunnel that takes you from the plane out to the ground, he was walking off and he saw a row, a, like a long row. He said, seriously, like almost filled the whole tunnel of wheelchairs. And he turned back and looked down the plane and saw all the elderly people waiting. And he realized wow, they're all doing the same thing I'm doing. They're coming here to enjoy their retirement, although I'm walking. And that struck a chord with me because this is what I see so many people doing around the world and definitely in the United States that we work so hard to achieve something, something in our life. And, and we very well could, if we don't make the right decisions, work and work and work until we cannot work anymore. And the reason I find this in a simple fashion is some some choices. The way I'll lay it out simply, and then I want to open it up to, my, to the team here. Melissa and Giovanni are here with me, and we are going to discuss this in detail today. How do we overcome this? Because I guess I'll say it this way. Like the first thing we think is just to work really hard, stack up money, and then we'll have the life we want. And I've gotten to work with many millionaires now. And what happens is we put all of our effort on achieving a certain dollar amount or achieving a certain career position, thinking that a magical thing will happen and we'll just start having the life that we want. That could happen. And there are a few stories that you hear they come into the, the wealth and they're able to manage it. Most people though, I will say, as I've met more and more hardworking, wealthy people, they tend to keep working and they're not satisfied by the next achievement of goal. They're not satisfied by the next dollar. And what I've noticed through studying this and being very observant is that there was no design. There wasn't a design. So now think about it. There was a design. There was a business plan to reach that amount of money, or there was a career path to reach that career position. And that was part of the plan and you achieve it. So what is planned? Well, we can take note of this. What is planned can be achieved. And then what I found that's missing is we're actually not planning our life. We're not actually putting on the, on the schedule. Like I want to achieve this thing in this period of time. And I want to have this much time with my family. And I want to go on this many vacations and I want to do this thing, or I want to volunteer for this nonprofit. I want to give my time to this group. I want to help them fundraise. I want to be a good neighbor. I want to actually like have dinners with my neighbors. I want to know my neighbor. You know, there's a lot of people I've met. They don't even know their neighbors' names because they're working, stuffing their face, going home, going to bed, going back to the next workday. So in all of this, to sum it up, it's like having a custom home, your dream home. And then you walk into the home. When you achieve that thing, and this is like achieving millions or achieving your career position, you walk in the house and there's no bathrooms. And you're like, what the heck? Where's the bathrooms? And then 
the contractor and everyone that you hired says, well, you didn't ask for those things. Now that might be ridiculous. You might assume that it would be there, but that's the same assumption that we assume that we'll have our life when we have money in the bank. I'll have my life when I reach that career position. Same thing. We didn't design the bathrooms. We didn't design our life. We didn't design or ask for the things that we wanted, the time with our family. And then to cap all that off, once I started asking for that and designing that, guess what I what I got? I got it right now. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait till I'm 75, 65, 55, whatever age you're you're going towards that you want time. I can start including that now and continue to achieve. You can have both. What is this show for? More business and more life. And what I want to bring to a target today with these stories and our discussion, this is by choice. We choose to have more business and more life. And yes, that means we have to make new decisions. That means that we have to change and shift our mindset. That means we have to create new habits. And that's where help can come in. That's where I've gotten mentorship. That's where we hope our podcast right here of having some of these things on repetition, having these discussions go deeper, listening to these things over and over so that you can start to have new ideas in, in, in your thoughts. So the first thing, and then I want to bring this to the team here today. The first thing I had to do is actually choose. It's, this is simple. Get ready. It's so simple. It's overlooked. I have to choose when I'm going to work and when I'm not going to work. It's that simple. So if you want to work 40 hours a week, 30 hours a week, right now I'm doing between 25 and 30 hours a week closer to 25 most days, four days, averaging about six to seven hours, four days a week. That's what I'm presently doing. I don't always do that. Sometimes I've done less when I'm traveling. I'll work two days and spend five days in another country. I was kind of being a wisecracker or whatever you want to call it. Like I thought as like kind of a joke. I was like, everyone works five days and takes two days off. So I'm going to work two days and take five days off. Why not flip it on its head? And it did. I did it. Now, at that time, I was working like really long two days. They might have been 10 or 12 hours, but then I got five days in whatever country I was in. It was awesome. And it wasn't like I was commuting or anything. It would be like me in a hotel room working for 10 hours, having some meetings, getting my team set, and then I would have the rest of the day. So I'm illustrating this. I'm only sharing these ideas. They're just ideas, but they're ideas that worked for me. Their ideas that I chose. And then you might say, well, Steve, how the heck do I get everything done? All the pressures I have and all those things. This is where I magically, and I say magically because it just happens. When you put your back against the wall or if you are cornered, what do we do? We find a way. When there's an emergency, you find a way. Have you ever like done something you never would have thought you would do? But then because you had to, you did it. Well, we have to make a wish and we have to turn it into a must. And so when I said, I must be a father, I must be a husband, I must be a good neighbor, I must have time for these things that are important in my life. They're as important as the good work that I'm going to do and the good work that I am doing. And so thereby I had to shut off those task-oriented mindset 
And in doing that, it forced me against the wall, however you want to put it, put, put me against the wall. And I had to force myself to work smarter, not harder. I had to work. You could work hard in that period of time. I'm not against that. But I worked diligently on doing the most important task or tasks that need to be done. And it let all of the waste, all of the busy things that I did to fill up time, to distract myself, all went away because I had to. Because it was like, I have to get this done. I have to increase revenue. And I have to do it in this said amount of time. And it miraculously worked. And one last story, and then I'm going to open this up. Just think of the last time you went on a vacation or took a long weekend. And now imagine the moments before you left and imagine how much you got done. Like even if you want to go to the day, the day you're leaving to go on that holiday or you're going to go on a trip, how much more do you get done on that day? We tend to get double or triple the amount of things done. How is that possible? Right? Because we have to. We're getting on a plane tomorrow. We're going on a road trip. Everything has to be done. So not only are you finishing up your work, you're loading the car, you're packing your bag, you get all that done and you're off to the trip. So if that's the truth and we all can remember moments like that, why can we not make that sense of urgency on a daily basis and shrink the amount of hours we're working, increase the amount of productivity, work less and earn more? This is the essence of more business, more life. How do we live the life we want while earning the abundance that we would like to have? It's by design. So before we go deeper into the how and some of the things that you might want to think about, I'm curious, Melissa and Giovanni, maybe we'll start with you, Melissa. What did you notice before you even decided? I mean, maybe it was once you heard this, you just decided, but then can you remember like the mindset? Were there any like doubt or or fears? Did you just jump in like the right before and then the beginning choices of choosing what you wanted with your life? Can you kind of go back in your mind, Melissa, and think about what what was your mindset? Just was there disbelief or or did you just kind of jump in and see what happened? Like how how did it work inside your mind about this transition? Well, I should say was there fear? Yes. Was there a struggle in within myself? Yes. And I think for me, the mindset about just being able to hustle was kind of always there. My dad was a workaholic. And so for me, I'm not sure that I ever kind of quite realized that there was a different way because my dad, even when he was working in corporate he had his own businesses on the side. He was always hustling. And so for me, it was like, I mean, this is what I got to do. If I'm working 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week, it's just what you have to do to get where you want so that I can one day retire and travel and do all the things that I would like to do. And then you look up. And of course, I had a traumatic experience where my husband passed away at like 52. And I kind of looked around and it was like, what am I doing with my life? I mean, it's like, how long am I going to do this? I am sitting in an office working every day and I'm 
just doing that. I mean, I just felt like I didn't actually have a life. And so I just, I remember awakening, literally awakening one day and looking around at, and this was right, I think, after the pandemic started. And I was trying to figure out, like, if I'm going to work and I want to retire, like, what am I doing for the next five, seven, eight years before I officially retire? And do I really want to spend it doing what I'm doing right now? (laughs) And the more I thought about it, the more I was kind of like, I would really like to do something that I want to do. And it wasn't that I didn't like what I was doing. I just wanted to do something else. And so for me, it was kind of just that awakening that said, I mean, is this really how you want to spend your life? If this is your last day, like, are you doing what you really want to do? And I just decided probably not. But then fear sets in, right? Because I'm like, okay, well, if I want to do something different, like, what am I going to do? Like, what happens when I don't have that regular paycheck coming in? Or if I'm starting my own business, like, I mean, I already knew watching my dad that that was, it could be challenging, right? And so you start to get that fear of what happens when maybe you don't have check that you wanted or you didn't sell something like you wanted or, and and it was this struggle for just trying to figure out how do you get up enough courage to actually make the choice? And I think that's the challenge that some some people, I know I had it where it was like, I don't know if I have enough courage to just say, okay, I'm quitting my job and I'm going out on my own. So it becomes kind of that. And so that's when I decided I needed a coach (laughs) because I didn't think I was going to be able to do it on my own. And why not tap into people that have already done it? and can show you the way right yeah so that was your first big i mean so the first decision was you wanted to change and then the second decision was getting someone to help you so that you didn't have to walk on the path of fear and darkness and unknown by yourself yes and then what happened my coach you started telling me and really you were you were kind of guiding me you never really Like you always say, it's like, I'm flying the plane. (laughs) You know, you're just there on the landing, helping me figure out which direction I want to go or need to go. But at the end of the day, it was you who kept kind of showing me that I could step out of my comfort zone and be courageous and just take the first step. If you can do this little step, you can do another little step. And then all of a sudden... I felt like every step I was taking was completely out of my comfort zone, but I was doing it. So I, let's just keep going. Thank you. So that's another lesson to take down is it's one step at a time. Sometimes we look at the end goal and it's gigantic and then you don't start because it's like looking at the mountain and wanting to be at the top of the mountain. Well, you just got to start walking. You could look from the bottom of the mountain and know that it's a far away. And never, ever see the top of the mountain unless you start hiking up. And that's it. It's one step. It's the turtle 
tortoise and the hare, right? It's being the tortoise one step at a time and get there. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then let's come back one more question and then let's go to Giovanni. So like how, I guess partly is probably the, is the coaching and I'm, I'm glad that I was able to be there for you. I, but with the mindset, I guess, pop up and down, in and out, like how, like as you were making those steps, did that continue to happen? Or just maybe explain that journey, like how you had to keep working through your mindset as you're stepping into this. I think the mindset, it's funny because I remember a friend of mine years ago, and he was telling me that he never thought about owning a house because nobody in his life as he was growing up paid a mortgage. They all paid rent. And so he never really thought about buying a house. And I think sometimes when you're used to the hustle, you don't really think that there's another way or a different way or some other path that you could take that would make you more happy, more connected with your family, more able to be present and control your life versus... I have to get to work today. No, I'm saying no to so many things because you have to work. And so I think the mindset is a critical component because I don't think if I had, if I didn't do work on mindset, I don't think I could have really made the change and maintained the change for sure. Because I think you start to realize how successful people are have such an alignment with their spiritual nature as well as their physical nature. And so bringing it together really allows you to align with your purpose and to really understand what you want your path to be and actually seek it out and execute on it. And I think when you go through life saying, oh, I want this promotion or that promotion if you're in corporate and you climb the ladder and then you get to the ladder and you go, like, what do I want to do now? So choose again. Yeah. And that that is just it. You're getting feedback and you're choosing again. And then just continually notice. So the, the small steps and doing it, noticing the success, you will naturally start to create new beliefs and, and continue to work on your mindset. And as we become who we want to become, we're constantly leveling up our belief system uh, to become that person. So I think congratulations on all the movement in your life thus far. And thanks for articulating some of this because you're not the only one. Like many of us, including myself, been there and done that same thing. And just to put a whole different structure on it, Melissa and I are very similar. We watched our parents be workaholics. We started being workaholics, kind of like the person, your friend that never thought about owning a home. You just fall. It's like, we never thought less work was an option. It just wasn't even an option. It was like, this is what we do. This is what our family does. Giovanni though, his family did do that. His family worked hard too. Like many immigrant families, like my family, when they immigrated from from Italy and the same with your parents, Melissa. And I want to say, I want to, we're all grateful. We're all grateful for all of our families and their dedication to what they did to make our lives different and to change uh, our families' lives as they came to the United States to have better life. Just to say it, that was the dream, right? And and working hard did give some of those the fruits, right? And 
However, there was a cost. And now in modern times, we know that we could make adjustments. So we're basically evolving. And I guess I'm just saying all this as I tee up Giovanni because he was bucking the system from a young age. He already said, oh, heck no, I'm not doing this. But then you also had your challenges because you're like, if I'm not going to do that, then what am I? What am I then? What does that make me? Lazy, not good. I'm not doing it. So, so maybe talk about the mindset when you, because you decided much earlier than Melissa and I that you weren't going to do this story. You're like, no, that's not my book. And but then you still didn't know. Like I think the hard part from knowing you, Giovanni, maybe you can share what this was like at the early days of these transitions but you're like okay well great does that just make me like i'm not good enough because i'm not doing what everyone else is doing and then similar to melissa and i you did rewrite the story through these same techniques but you came from a totally different angle than melissa and i did so maybe you can share how that started for you and then and then the same question i asked melissa like what was the mindset and the doing to start to transition into a more business, more lifestyle? Yeah, it's it's weird, like, because it is a little different, but it's similar, right? I think it's just having that that kind of a quote-unquote awakening within yourself. The main thing I always remember is that I, I was just miserable working for somebody else. And I was just doing regular nine-to-five jobs. So I wasn't like, I wasn't corporate and have like tons of responsibilities. It was just like these drone jobs that they just need warm bodies to fill seats kind of a thing. And I was just miserable. Like just doing those, like my, I literally just, it felt like my soul was just being sucked out. Like every single day I was there. And that's why I was a horrible employee because I just, I didn't want to show up. I would show up late, take long lunches, take long breaks, just leave early. Like I was just, I was seriously horrible. But like, that was like the first sign. I was like, that's what you say. Like life will tap you, tap you and slap you. And like, how many years have I did that since I was, I think I started working when I was like 16 or something like that. Right. Or I had like little odd and end jobs here when I was younger, but like I was working since I was 16, just all these jobs and just my soul was being sucked away. And but that's what I thought I had. That's what I thought I was. Right. Or you go to school, which I eventually did go to school. But then you go to school and you find this job and this career and like you have all this stuff. And even when I graduated high school or graduated college, I was just like still just kind of floating around. Like none of this feels right for me. Like I just don't, I don't fit the cog. Like I'm, I'm, society has this nice cog system where you just place, you get placed in. And I just seem to be like the gum in the cog. Like I would just like gum up everything. I'm just like just kind of bending and I just like, I don't fit anywhere within this. And I really didn't even know about entrepreneurship or owning your own business, even though I knew now looking back, I knew fat friends of the family that owned restaurants and had businesses and stuff like that. Even when my uncles actually recently, I was talking with him, he's like a capital investor. And like, I had no clue. Like I always knew he was like in business kind of thing, but it didn't click for me like that. That was something I could do. Like I could be a business owner or I could be entrepreneurial or anything like that. I kind of got in a good way forced into my situation where I was, I was with my now wife, then girlfriend, and she was moving to California. And I was like, well, I'm not going to just get another job there and just like be miserable. And she was gracious enough. And I thank her so much that she really allowed me to pursue these, these businesses and, and, and this journey. And thankfully on that journey, I met you because you were saying like, hey, you don't have to like just grind it 24-7. And I 
me being someone who knew nothing about business, like I didn't even know there was, I didn't even know the chamber of commerce. I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know what a networking group was. Like I seriously, like guys, I'm like, I'm like the guys, I, how do I say it? I was dumb enough to think that I could do it, but like not knowing all of this, like what goes within it. Cause it's a lot of stuff. Like if you sit down and think about like starting a business, there's like a lot, if you like every, from the very beginning to like just getting it up and running before you even open the doors, like even just like all the paperwork you got to do with the governments, your local counties or the state government, federal government, getting all that set up. And then all the systems that you got, like it's a lot of stuff. And like, I'm thankful that, like I said, and and I don't mean this in a negative way that I was just dumb enough to be like, oh yeah, I can, I'll, I'll just do this. Like I'll get it started. I'll figure it out. And thankfully I'm still figuring things out. So my mindset really didn't shift though. I mean, I guess that's a big shift right there, right? Just like taking a leap of faith. I'm like, okay, all right, here's a skill set I want to learn how to do and provide a service for people. I'm like, okay, let's let's do it. I I figured that out. Like I'll figure the business out as I go along. Then I met you and it's like, oh, okay, you can have more business and you can have more life. And by the way, just a great name for a service of what we provide is it is really more business and more life. And I was like, okay. There's another way. I've always thought there was a different way of doing things. Like, because I, I, I'm, I truly believe we're not meant. We are not put on this planet, this physical realm, just to work. That makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Like, it just, it boggles my mind. Like, that's why we come here. We might have a mission or a purpose on this physical realm, but I don't think it's just to work. I think it is to have those create experiences and create and experience things. So when I when I met you, see, I was like, yeah, that makes total sense. You can have life live life first and then have everything else designed around that. And honestly, the mindset has been the biggest thing for me in general. Again, I just, I coming from somebody who didn't even what really what a business was to thinking that I could have a business to then having a business to then working alongside you and doing some even more amazing things together and going on to the future that's been the biggest thing is just like the mindset shift of, in a constant mindset. It wasn't just one thing, right? It's not just ever just a one session. Like you don't just do yoga once or you don't just go to the gym once, right? You like do a couple of bench presses and you're like, okay, I think I'm good for the rest of my life. No, like if you want a certain type of physique, you, you continuously show up to, to do that. You get the nutrition, like same thing with mindset and business. I think it's, I think even if you see people at the top levels of business, like they're continuously learning and like the ones who don't, like you stagnate and you start to decline, right? And so for me, I don't know if I'm answering the question that all for you, Steve, or telling the story of the way you're looking, but is the mindset I think is the absolute number one thing in any decision, like whether you're stuck, whether you're starting, whatever it is, it's that mindset and however you can. And I think we found a really good way. I mean, you you showed me this way as well, but like you, we have a really good way of helping people get past whatever that mindset may be. And I truly believe it. And it's interesting, like when we first started this conversation, Steve, there was, we had just got, we just got back from a, a big marketing event. And one of the big speakers on stage was talking about him and his wife both have like, what was it? Eight figure businesses or something like that. Nine figure businesses. And they're talking about like how they have all this stuff. And like, even their intro videos is showing their life and like, big old house and all the nice things and cars and all this stuff. And then they get on stage and like, they're telling their story of like how they're in like marriage counseling now, like two hours a week or something like that. And like, 
the son actually spoke. So like his, so he spoke, his wife spoke, and then his son spoke. And they were just talking about like how we were supposed to have this perfect life and like have all this stuff. And like, they're like, yeah, we build these businesses that were making lots of financial success, but then we're then they're in the back end, like having not very good family success in certain ways, right? Like they were feeling more and more distance as their businesses were growing and growing and growing. Cause again, they were probably focusing more on the business, designing their businesses rather than designing their life than their businesses. And like that kind of, that really for me just like kind of struck a chord. It's like, oh man, even people who you see on the outside look like they have it all together don't, right? And like they're they're struggling. Because like you think, I don't know, for me, I think, oh, to a certain extent, like if you're Jeff Bezos or that's probably a bad example because those guys that are really high up, they probably have no life whatsoever in order to get to where they're at. But it's like you just think, you just have, have this mindset that somebody who has that much financial gain or that financial success that they ha- would have a certain life. Yeah, they have the ability to go do a lot of things, but are they designing the life that they actually want? And like from this speaker, like eight-figure basis, they weren't. They weren't. They were only designing their businesses. They weren't designing their life. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast. And Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners. And Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. And it's not an end all. Like, I mean, some people can, maybe they already figured this out and they designed all. I mean, I do meet people. I will say it's more rare, unfortunately. There's a handful of people that you meet and you and they're having business success and they're having life success and, and it's working. And maybe they have better parental examples. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The three of us at least have it. Right? No, it's okay. I'm saying we had to be retaught a new way away from what our family taught us. Yeah. And I was just going to mention like what we were talking about at this conference, like what kind of, as I was I was talking with somebody and we were talking about mindset and it kind of just like dawned on me and somebody, I'm sure somebody figured this out, but it just like kind of clicked for me. Like we have, we have a mindset, right? And you like, you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. But then I was like, thinking, I was like, well, yes. And we have actually different mindsets in general. Like we have a business mindset, like you have a a money mindset, you have a health mindset, you have a relationship mindset, you have a interpersonal mindset. And it's like, you got to take stock of all those different things, right? Those separate things of like, where are you at? Cause you can see somebody who's like, who's very wealthy, successful in business, but then their health is crap, right? So their health mindset is off, right? But their business and their money mindset is on point, but their health. And then you look at their relationships, like those, and it just kind of clicked for me. And I don't know if this will help anybody, but like, it's just kind of taking stock of those different mindsets of like where you're at and like seeing, okay, business mindset. Okay. That's a little off. I need to, I need to tweak this and like work on this. But like, cause when we, we say mindset, like it's just so broad and I don't think we like narrow it down. Cause yes, you can have a, a growth mindset, but you're only really having a growth mindset in certain areas of your life. Right. And so I don't know if that helps anybody, but that for me kind of just like opened up my head, like opened my mind to that. It's like, oh, we have actually separate mindsets and different categories that we need to be aware of 
so that we can have growth mindset in all aspects, right? Because you can have a fixed mindset in relationships, like, no, this is how relationships need to be, but it doesn't. Well, and I think what's interesting is, and sometimes you change, right? Like what you thought you wanted, you found out that's not really what I wanted. And so you get more clarity as you go. And so that mindset continually has to be maintained as you go through different seasons of your life, different relationships, different, all of those things, you start to realize your own purpose and, and align it as such. So I think that was, that was deep, Giovanni. Yeah. Both of you, I mean, both of your experiences and what we're sharing here opens up to other people because there's people that are living similar stories as us you're having your own, whoever's listening, you're having your own unique experience, but there might be some overlap from the stories we're sharing today. And on your point, Melissa and Giovanni right now about our mindsets in different areas and, and knowing what you want, like how you just said, Melissa, sometimes you get what you want and then you're like, oh, I guess I really don't want this thing. Like, why did I think I want that? Well, most of the time what I've seen, it's not all, but most we go for the thing that is the how, like, oh, I want this. I want financial security, so I better be a millionaire. Oh, I, I want to have a comfortable space with my family, so I better buy a big house. Oh, I want to make sure everyone knows that I'm that I'm secure and successful and I've made it, so I better just pull up in the nice car, or I want this or that. And so we start making, I would call, delusions of our path. And so I found this when I started doing personal development, I thought I was becoming better so I could have the things that I wanted. But in reality, what I found is I had to let go of all the things I thought I was supposed to do based on what I saw from others or was taught from others, including family and uh, school and all the things, wherever it could be. It could be even church or anything, they could be putting these thoughts in our mind and not because any of them, including our family, they're not necessarily trying to ruin our life. It's just what they know. And then what we take on is what we saw them do and, or what we were taught. And then we start becoming that thing or person that we think we're supposed to. And ultimately this is where the dissatisfaction comes because we get that thing that we thought we were supposed to get, like the job, the money, the car, the house, the the family, all these things. And then we're like, wake up and we're like, I'm not happy. I'm, and this is why you have so many people that are wealthy and depressed. And, and that can be a bad destructive path because then you have the ability and the funds to hurt yourself, like by either working harder making more money. Maybe it brings you to financial collapse because you go too far or you start partaking in substances, drinking after work or this thing. And then at least the next and the next. And I've seen this. I've seen really wealthy people. Some people I know that were millionaires in my life. They lost everything due to getting deep, deep depression. So again, these are the extremes, but also how, how do we change this? So coming back to the root of this thing, you have to decide. And here's what I want to give to everyone. What I noticed is you got to let go of the how. The first step is let go of the how. We're all trained on like, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? Well, let that go for a moment. Let that go. And really, truly write down what you want. And this might take a minute. I mean, I know working with Melissa, it took a while because she's like, well, I haven't thought about this in decades, <laughs> decades. I'm like, what do I want? Like, 
Melissa was one. You're not the only one, Melissa. You're not the only one, but she was one of the ones like, well, what's fun? Like, how do I have fun? And maybe you can talk a little bit to that, but I'll just finish this point real quick is that you have to decide what you want, even if you don't know how to have it yet. That's the first step because when we start doing the how, here's what happens. You build the how on your old mindset. You only know how to do the things you already know how to do. And if that's the truth, which it is, then you're going to build the same darn house again. The same thing again and again. And this is why we see people go through bad relationship after bad relationship, bad job after bad job. And Giovanni, you illustrated this job after job after job. You didn't want to be there. It's the same thing. It was just a how. You just grabbed another card out of the deck and tried it out. What we're talking about is you take the whole darn deck and you just look at what card you want. And then even if you think you can't have it, that's where we change. That's where we say, okay, well, how can I have that thing? And it changes the whole discussion. And then to both Giovanni and Melissa's point, they got a mentor and I did the same thing. It's like, I don't know how to do that. What's the best thing to do? If you're in the jungle in the middle of the Amazon and you don't know how to get anywhere, it's probably a good idea to get a guide. And hopefully it's someone that was born in the Amazon and they live there their whole life and they can get you around. And, and guess what? They do. So first step, pick what you want and let go of the how. The how limits us to what we already know. And if you want something new and if you want a greater life and you want more business and more life, you have to be willing to ask for something you've never had before. Be willing to learn something new and then either go read about it, go try it out, or best get a teacher, get a mentor that can guide you. That'll be the fastest way to collapse time frames is what my mentor called it. He always said, you're going to collapse time frames. You could go learn it like someone else did. You might take a lifetime or you can go spend a few years or even five years with an expert and you can become a master too. Think about that. You spent a lifetime redoing it or spend three to five years with an expert and become like them in whatever said lifestyle activity that you want. So we want to create the new thing that we want in a new mindset, which makes us get out of our comfort zone. Going back to what Melissa said, like every step was way outside of her comfort zone, but she realized she could make it. And her, her safety mechanism in her brain was like, oh, we survived. Oh my gosh. Let's take another step. Oh, we survived. Take another step. I did the same thing, Melissa. And then now I live way outside the comfort zone and that is comfortable for me which is crazy right <laughs> like now the uncomfort is the comfort well, that's a practice yeah yeah so we got about a little over five minutes left for the podcast here so i guess this has been wonderful it was it was what i was feeling in my my heart today to share to reinvoke new decisions for everyone listening so I guess I always like to come back to a first step. If if you could give advice, and this is the last time you were to speak to someone, let's say this is the last time you're listening to our podcast and you just wanted to invoke one thing in them to make a new decision in their life, what would it be to both of you, like Melissa and Giovanni? That's a great question. I was, obviously what you say comes to mind because I think it does like you said, get a mentor. That's like a, a huge one. If you see someone where you want to be in life, 
try to reach out to them and and do it. But before all that, though, so I'm going to break the rules like I always do, is actually what, like with the beginning of the, of the this whole podcast where you're talking about like having a life plan, right? Like having that, if you're a business owner, you have your business plan. If you're in the career path, you have your career path or plan. It's like, but what's your, what's your life plan? Like, what does that look like? Like build that out for a moment just to see what that, that looks like. And then, then you can go to the next step, which would be find a mentor. But like, I think you need to have that clarification of what you want and dream again. Like one of our clients said, allow yourself to dream. We're in a time in time and space right now where you literally can create anything like it's where it's there's it's we're in a magical time like as weird as that sounds we're in a magical time and just look around you how many people are creating some amazing things and things are happening faster than ever but you have to know what you want and you have to have that plan and then you can go from there it's beautiful i'll just echo it real quick and then i'll pass it over to melissa so i i totally agree this goes back to stop thinking of how you're going to get there and stop and actually write down what you want, like what you seriously want. And this might take days or weeks. If like Melissa, like how I know Melissa and and myself years went by before we allowed ourselves the dream. So if today, if you take one thing away from that, give yourself permission to write down your dream life. Like if there's a magic wand and you can have the life you want magically, then what would that be? Then seek the mentor or the guidance how are you going to get there? What book do you need to buy? What workshop do you need to go to? Start asking those questions after you already asked for what you want. So it's kind of like going to out to dinner. Well, what kind of food do you want? Do you want Indian cuisine? Do you want to have a steak? Do you want to have vegetarian? Do you want to go vegan? Do you want to get a pizza? Let's decide that first. Then we can decide how we're going to get to the restaurant, right? <laughs> so, so that is it. So Melissa, what's your one thing that you would want people to leave this podcast with i think giovanni definitely hit it on the head because i I was going to say literally steve just said it forget the how but i was i think what was so interesting to me is just being able to go deeper and ask myself the right questions because i think a lot of times when we we think about what we want. Like I was, I was always like, Hey, I want to make sure I have money to do things. But I was like, to do what, what things like, what do I actually want to do when I get whatever it is I wanted to get? And so I don't think I ever, I kept like, you have this great habit of asking again, deeper questions. And so it's like, yeah, I really want to be able to travel, travel where and do what you just don't go as deep. And then you look up and it's like, okay, well, I've been here and I've been there, but that was for work. I didn't actually get to see the world and do what I wanted to do there because I never made a plan, never thought about what I wanted to do when I was in Dubai, right? And so luckily I had some wonderful impl- colleagues that worked at the company I was at and and they would create plans for me, which was awesome. But I also realized what a non-planner I was when it comes to vacations. <laughs> so it was like really opening up and determining like, what is it that you really want and why do you want it? 
Because at the end of the day, why do you want that? And then really be bold. I, I would just say, take the leap, take the step, have faith in yourself because you will just be so surprised that I had a, a friend who, and I'm scared of heights. I hate, well, I should say I'm scared to fall. And so I don't like going high because I always feel like I'm going to fall. But I'll never forget when I was in, I think I was in South Africa at the time, and there was this pathway that seemed really high to me, but the pathway was actually kind of wide. I don't know if I realized how wide it was, but I did not want to cross it because it was really high. And two of my sorority sisters took my arms and said, you are walking across this path. And they'd like guided me through it. And of course, when I got over, I was like, wow, that wasn't bad at all. But it was the guide that helped me, right? Like they were there for me. And so I would just encourage people, understand how the life you're leading today is actually affecting you. Is this really the life you want? And if it's not, redesign your life to what you want it to be and take the step. It's going to feel crazy. Your family are probably going to tell you that you're crazy, but you can do it. So beautiful. And it's asking those questions like you're saying. And I love you said what things. Like I'm going to go make money. What things? What things? What is it? What is it that you want? And I want to leave everyone with a question. As you write down what you want in your life and you start making your life plan as serious as you make a business plan or a career plan, like Giovanni and Melissa are sharing today. I love this. When you start writing that down and you start writing down what you would like to do, then ask, write this down. Here's a question that I'm going to give you that Carl Bukite gave to me. And thank you so much, Carl. And he, and then learning this from neurolinguistics programming. But the question is, what will having that do for you? What will having that do for you? Oh, you want a million dollars? What will having that do for you? And I'll, I'll leave a closing story here. I had two women that were business partners come into my office many years ago. They were doing over 42 million a year and they were clearing a million each. Clearing net income, a million each. They come into my office and I say, what would you like? And they said, and the one business partner said, we want 2 million each. And then I asked that magical question. I said, what will having that do for you? And then I paused and she thought, and she put her head down, paused, paused, and I'm waiting patiently. And then she looks up and she says, you're right, Steve. And I'm like, I'm right. I, I, in my mind, I'm saying this. I, I didn't even, I didn't object. I don't know. What do you mean? I'm right. And then she said, I guess I really don't want $2 million or I don't know if I want $2 million. What I really want is more life. And I thought that when I got a million dollars a year, then I would have the life that I want. And I don't, I really want time. I want the, my time back in my life. And I said, okay, so you want time back in your life. And then what will having that do for you? And then the light went on. Then you saw the sparks go fireworks happened in my office. We didn't even know we had any kind of fireworks, but she's like, oh, I could do this and that. And, that. and like all of a sudden this woman came to life 
And it's the same thing. She still didn't really know how she's going to have it, but she's starting with what she wanted. Then she was in the room with me. We could start taking that apart step by step and figure out how to get there. That's all it takes. More business, more life is simple. More business, more life is easy. Today's podcast was telling you more business, more life is a choice. You choose. And go out there and choose again and again until you get there and keep discovering the how. Because remember, the how is most likely not what you already know. (laughs) It's most likely not. And then we are here. We are here. Reach out to us. Connect with us. Ask questions. Email us. Call us. We're serious about helping people. And if we can redirect you, refer you somewhere, we will. And if we can help you directly, we will. If it's if it's appropriate, like we will be here. And if it's not appropriate, we'll tell you. We'll promise to be direct and transparent. And you know, we're not here to help everyone. We'll help everyone that we can. But if we're not the right fit, we will share everything that we know to get you on path. I can promise that. And I know Melissa and Giovanni their hearts are aligned with mine. So we want, as our goal is to help as many people have more business, more life. That's it. That's what we're doing. So if you find yourself with your dream and you start planning your life and then you need help, we're here. So I'll leave you with that. Until our next episode, really, really focus on choosing gratitude and creating freedom. We hope you all achieve more business, more life. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.